Hello, how's it going? Alright, so this week on the Offline Podcast, we have a lecturer here, John McGinn, from Edinburgh Napier. I got him to introduce himself here real quick. Hi, how you doing? My name is John. As um, as Dylan has said, I'm a lecturer at Napier. I teach a number of audio and sort of animation type modules. And then we also have Campbell, who's here this week, wasn't here last week. Campbell, if you want to say a quick hello. Hello, I'm Campbell. That's Campbell. Um, so, <laughs> so basically this week what we're essentially going to be going over, uh, John, as I sent you the questions, it's just going to be like how essentially COVID uh, is kind of what we're focusing on, how COVID has affected like teaching and stuff like that um, from, you know, a lecturer's perspective. Sure. Um, so I guess the first thing we'll get into here is kind of when COVID first hit, obviously when y'all got emails, I'm sure there was like a mass panic in a, in a way. Um, so what was like the initial kind of thoughts when uh, when COVID hit, like when you were like, is this going to, is going to be a pain? Is it going to be a struggle? Like, you know, just curious. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, the, the, there had been, you know, various chats with um, colleagues and, and so on. And, you know, um, my office, uh, my, my roomie, if you like, uh, Tom, Tom Flint, I think he knew someone that was involved in the NHS and, had sort of been saying, you know, uh, the chances are we're going to be closed down and this, that and the other. Um, so clearly, um, you know, thinking ahead to all the potential problems that that was going to create, because most of the stuff that I taught and still teach um, requires being in person, you know, and, and, and having, you know, the number of different problems that people can have with, you know, practical based subjects, you know, being there and being able to help them. Um, side by side is much more effective than the thought of having to deliver stuff remotely and then you know all the all the different problems that come with that so yeah so the initial the initial thought was this is going to be a problem I don't quite know how everybody else is going to deal with this but then you just kind of end up focusing on your own little um, you know set of problems essentially and then see how things go i mean that's kind of how it went for everybody you just kind of had to deal with it one step at a time you know yeah so i mean from my like students perspective i don't know if anyone has like told you what a student thought at the time but for me anyway i don't know about campbell but i was like yes you know get to, get to sleep in get to, get to get up five minutes before the lecture and go straight and just whip my laptop open and then uh, it kind of worked out that way but you know it was obviously a lot more harder trying to i was speaking like last episode about you know the sharing of links and then having to put another link in because that link doesn't work and then all the kind of the issues sure. that we had um, yeah i think i think the initial you know any, any kind of initial um, thoughts that yes it'll be quite nice and cosy to not have to go anywhere for a while that was that probably lasted for a few weeks and then things started to like you know the walls started to close in a bit like the, the Star Wars comp- in your trash compactor and uh, and everybody is has got different problems to deal with you know yeah it was um yeah it was definitely a challenge but uh you know here we are back at uni and all sorts um okay so next thing um you kind of obviously I don't know if you can expand but uh, I just like how how, a COVID, how COVID has essentially affected teaching um, so I guess just like during that in pandemic a, in a number of ways you know I mean yeah so there, you know there are different pros and cons to it. obviously the, the, the pros being there's less need for, for travel you can have all your you can have all your resources at hand in front of you as long as you've got a reasonable setup but um, there's probably more cons you know probably more limitations so obviously you're you're that much more isolated, um, you know, being stuck in 
uh, in a wee box in front of a screen all day for months at a time, which is not good. Um, there's additional cost for things like energy, you know, because obviously additional electricity or heating in order to, you, you wouldn't normally be paying on a weekly basis. And it also depends on things like, you know, what kind of neighbours have you got? Where do you live? You know, so, I mean, one of the, one of the things that was that, that did sort of get to me after a while was you know noise from neighbours and even like things like stupid things that you wouldn't consider being a, a, an issue initially like being like having birds outside the window like I had a sort of uh, set of nesting sparrows or <laughs> just above my window and they, you know couldn't get rid of them but you're just like every day is like eat 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 mm. eat you know and it's like an alarm clock going off and you know, listening to that all day does get to you after a while you know mm. um, and then there's you know like health factors as well so being indoors all day is not particularly good for you healthy you know mentally or physically yeah um, and the, the the lack of you know, social contact um, does play on your mind after a while as well. So yeah, it's funny when you're talking about the the uh, the, the, the kind of like sounds in your house. I remember, I'm sure Campbell, you've had this experience as well. But I remember, doing, I think it might have been your class. It was something for Ian. I had my my my, my new like microphone that I bought with my SAS money, and I had it set up. And I was recording like Foley sounds for, I don't know, I was like footsteps or something. So I'm like, this makes it like the bottom of my feet and I'm in my room making mm -hmm. foot sounds. And then I listen back to the recording and all I can hear is my mum in the background screaming my name. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, I have to record this again. This is a disaster. No, I think uh, you have to move out. I think that's what you need to do. Okay, that, <laughs> I think that's the way forward, to be honest. But um, <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, I, I, did, nice I did have a, a similar thing doing my, my Foley sounds. There was like on the heater in my kitchen makes a ticking noise and I've never noticed it until I was recording sounds in my kitchen. So. That's quite annoying. I can now, now hear that all the time. Yeah, that's the problem with Foley, though, because you've got to get your recording levels right up there, haven't you? Yeah. I think I got that desperate. I was about to order 200 soundproof pads to put on all my, <laughs> on my walls, to be honest. But, um, Not a bad idea. Buy, buy, buy yourself a Zorb or something like that. that. Just record in there. Um, so another thing, um, I guess, that this kind of goes over, like, WebEx and stuff like that, and the chat, like the challenges that we, like, yourself faced when you were because you were talking about how obviously doing a practical on like an online call is hard like yeah. can you kind of expand on like how, how that was hard well so if you're i mean if you're working remotely obviously you're using your own equipment so you know it depends first of all what you know so what hardware do i have what software do i have what you know even things like furniture and stuff like that or you know that can determine how comfortable you're going to be and then you've got things like connection issues so what's your broadband setup like um you know do you rely on a wi-fi signal at the moment i'm just relying on a wi-fi signal here so you're kind of at the mercy of other people's technology at that point as well and then if you're running you know like a lot of the the subjects that i do tend to have processor intensive applications you know as you've got uh, games engines you've got um audio workstations and then so if you're running stuff like that and running video conferencing software at the same time it's a bit of a stress on the machine that you've got so you know if you're trying to demonstrate something it can really affect the the running of like a, a video stream or something like that or how it plays back um, and then you know, a lack of ability or, or, of WebEx or Teams to be able to process audio as well. So that's been a bit of an issue. Um, I think Microsoft Teams lets you do it now, but, you know, play computer through your audio and then be able to broadcast that to other people. I ended up having to use 
um, Panopto, which is good in, in some respects, It's um, but it's primarily a kind of streaming software rather than an interactive one, so you don't get feedback from um, students during sessions, you know, so effectively you're just kind of broadcasting, but you can't find out how people are dealing with that or any um, issues that they've got with it. Um, and that certainly affected, you know, like levels of satisfaction when it comes to modules and so on. And then you've got things like Pro Tools. Um, so Pro Tools is not free unless you pay, unless you go for Pro Tools first. Um, so that's restricted to the, the licenses that we have for it. And typically that they are all, the machines for Pro Tools are set up in D36. Yeah. Um, so when people are using their own machines, it's really difficult to have a kind of standard that you can work from because everyone's got different machines, they've got different platforms and in the process of um, doing that, they, everyone's got their own problems and then, you know, so that just creates unknown mountains of issues, you know, if, if, if you're working from a kind of standardized setup you, and, you, and someone's got a specific problem, the chances are that that'll apply to everyone that might run into the same problem, but it's not the same thing when you're, when you've got everyone that's got a completely different setup. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that kind of thing. So obviously you mentioned like Panopto, and I guess the, the other side of it here is um, like pros. I guess from it because like from our point of view, um, I think probably can we do the same. And I know it's it's a big help sometimes when you've you know you've got something to go and look back at. Like why isn't this working? Why isn't this like code working? Or why isn't this implementing yeah. right? And then you've got that Panopto kind of session to go back to and go, okay, right, this is what they've done. This sure. is it's not working. Um, sure. So I don't know, is there any pros? Would you have said maybe there were some pros from that? It's kind of hard to... Um, from from working remotely? Yeah, I guess, yeah, from working remotely. I, I don't really know if there would be any, to be honest. But... Um, well, I mean, the only, the only kind of, like, like kind of vaguely mentioned earlier, and I guess the only pros to that are that you have, you know, you're, you're familiar with your own system and you, you're, you're kind of, so you know how things work. I don't know. To be honest, there's not that many pros. Yeah. I can't. I can't think of that many. Um, you know the 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 novelty of working on your own and 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 feeling cozy and whatnot. I think kind of disappeared after a few weeks. But um, I don't know. Uh, can you think? I mean, can you think of any? any if, uh, if the pandemic, if I, I would have liked it, if um, the petrol prices were the, the price that they are now back then when we didn't have to drive or go anywhere to be honest because that's <laughs> a weird thing to say it's a pretty extortionate <laughs> but um, no I mean I, so I'd like to bit of a sadomasochist are you no no I just um, I, I think it looked like a, almost a pound when the pandemic hit yeah it was, it was um, really cheap, cheap. wow well, yeah yeah because nobody was buying it yeah, that, yeah no, know, no, people should have stocked up then but anyway one of the, that's, um, that, that's a different story yeah, one of the things I guess, like, um, I, I have a computer at home, which is, you know, can handle like Unity and stuff like that, running multiple different things. But a lot of the problems that we had, in the chat and stuff like that from other people was, you know, running it off of like a MacBook that they've had for years and stuff like that. I guess was difficult. Um, yeah. So no, as you say, there's not really many pros at all from working remotely. I didn't think any. Oh, but you, Campbell, did you have any pros from working remotely? Uh, no pros. Uh, for college, there was a lot of cons though, because. I had a, a Microsoft laptop uh, in my college course. Was using uh, Logic, so obviously I couldn't I couldn't use Logic on my Microsoft laptop. Um, and we were weren't in college a lot. We were going like it was like one group one week, and then another group the next week. So I'm missing out like half the course and having like the same amount of time to work on something. Um, so I couldn't work from home in that 
AdSense, so I was like rushing last minute just to get this logic session finished. But it wasn't ideal. It was yeah. I accessed I managed, managed to go through. I was just say access. Access to software is one of the biggies, isn't it? I mean, either and like you, if you're relying on uh, free software, or uh, but it's if it's something specific that the uh, college or university provides, then you're kind of you, you know you're you're in uh, in hot water. Yeah, it was at that time I was like learning how to use logic as well, so mm -hmm. it's like rushing and learning at the same time, just cramming it all in. That's, that sounds like typical student life, though, isn't it? Last, yeah, it two does, weeks. Yeah. Last two weeks, four hand-ins. Right, better do something. <laughs> Sitting in the Jack Kelby <laughs> Centre till two in the morning. Two weeks is generous. <laughs> last, I would say last week or last few days. <laughs> um, so, uh, what was um, what was it like trying to communicate with students when it was remote? Because like, obviously a lot of emails and then like the forums and stuff like that. Was that like difficult? Yeah, um, so, you know, I guess from from students' perspectives, it's not difficult for them to tune into an online lecture or a class or something, so they'll be able to hear us okay, but, you know, obviously the thing is that we can't see, we can't see them or, or hear them. Typically, most people will turn off the camera, uh, you know, obviously if you're doing an online um, session you ask people to turn off the microphones and that kind of thing but most people turn off the cameras as well so it's really difficult to gauge whether they are whether whether they're engaging whether there's any form of interest um whether they're actually even there you know what i mean so um and obviously body language is is one of these things that you tend to appreciate more when you don't have it you know so uh, we're, we're being so kind of caught up in video calls over the past couple of years you used to see in that little two-dimensional box head and shoulders kind of thing mm. but there's a lot of communication that can be had from just seeing how someone is reacting to you in person um um so yeah so that's that that's been that's been kind of uh, a bit of a, a a tough one as well, and I think people are getting generally kind of getting a bit more fed up with the video calls these days. I don't know about you. I don't know how you, you feel about it. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely hard to like try and express what you're trying to say through a, like a computer screen. I think when you can, you know, this is this is the issue I'm having, and you're you're looking at it, and you're like beside the person, and you, this is what you're doing wrong. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, one of the. One of the things, obviously, in, in practical sessions is the ability to be able to, you know, from, from my perspective and other people that are um, doing sort of technically oriented stuff is to be able to sit down beside someone and see what the particular issue is. And it makes it much easier to identify it, you know. But because of restrictions and because of masks and because of barriers and all that kind of thing, then even... Well, obviously you've got the, the body language, but you know, even verbal communication is kind of and you're, yeah. you've got mass and, and you know, layers of kind of uh, barriers between people. Uh, it makes it difficult to hear what people are saying. So you're kind of relying on looking at their eyes and hopefully trying to work out what it is they're saying, which is uh, maybe people have developed new skills and uh, eye communication recently. I don't know. What do you think? 
Like no, I completely agree, and it's funny when you're talking about like sitting there and you don't even know if they're there or not. But there's there's definitely you know, and I'm happy to admit this sometimes. But you'd like you'd leave your computer for five minutes or ten minutes, and then you'd go and make yourself like a, a toast and tea, and then you'd come back <laughs> and you'd be like, you could never get away with that. And it's, yeah. but um, yeah, I kind of guess off that point uh, a little bit. What what was like student engagement? from like your point of view because obviously you're saying like you don't know if like they were even there half the time or if they, you know they're not engaging like is it is it different maybe some people didn't want to speak up online versus like if they were in person and stuff like that yeah i think that, i think there's there's definitely that i mean at the best of times you know most people don't like speaking up in a classroom unless you know you're they get singled out you'll get a few brave souls that will ask questions and stuff like that but more often than not most people will kind of sit back and especially if you, you know if you're in a big room if it's a large group um that's that's not unusual i mean through the same process myself of you know even now if i'm sitting in a room someone else is delivering information you kind of like got to get a bit guts up to ask a question and feel like you're not making a fool of yourself and so people are so terrified about doing that um so the same thing goes online as well um uh, and you know if someone like someone like myself would say has anyone got any questions or what do you think about that there'll be a kind of wall of silence so that makes it even more difficult for people to you know step forward digitally as it were and say right what do you think about this or having said that um i guess one minor advantage to doing online calls is the, the use of chat the the chat rooms and stuff or the you know the, the where people can type in messages directly directly to you and it doesn't necessarily have to be um a public message it could be directly to the lecturer so people do tend to do that um but um yeah i mean typically people still will be uh, will hold back on voicing um questions that they have and, and maybe just leave it and hope it that someone else will ask something else uh, on their behalf you know is that how you feel about that yourselves well um yeah i it's, i think one of the things that i always thought was like a benefit was um you know like multiple questions can come in at once and then you can go through them and like look back and be like i can answer this question mm-hmm. rather than people waiting to ask in a in a class or whatever um yep yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good way of doing it. I mean, that's I suppose that's down to the the person that's running the session to just remind people, you know, stick a question in the chat while we're going through this, and then we'll go through them at the end. Um, I guess that's just down to individual styles how people deliver information and uh, and get people to to feed back to them or react to them. Yeah, and then also like, you had the option of you know like the forums as well, where we could ask things when we weren't necessarily in a call or we could put something up in the forum or yourself or like bandino would post something up in the forum and we'd be able to go and check it or you could answer a question so that that, that was nice having like that which you still have that obviously and it's great to have that um yeah not, not not many people take advantage of it i mean it is always there but i guess you know or maybe that's just down to the fact that we post up more stuff than than, than you guys do so there's maybe there's more of a kind of like oh that's not for us sort of thing yeah. i don't know i don't know how you feel about it but yeah, I, I do like, there is obviously the pros and cons, as we're saying, to the, the video calls and stuff. Um, I think we're just so used to them now a little bit. But um, I guess there's not really too much else I've got down here to ask. But the, the kind of last question, um, and this is kind of, your answer is just kind of dependent on what's going on there now. Obviously, we're not fully out of this kind of pandemic yeah. situation. We're still kind of doing part in class part online we're all wearing our face masks in class and stuff like that um but 
how like how do you feel about things going forward in terms of like teaching and you know the the system and like university and uh, do you think like learning has changed for the way forward do you think it's always going to be like part online part in class i think so yeah yeah i think i think people are adopting that approach now they kind of hybrid way forward you know i don't i really don't see things going back to the way that they were one reason for that not you know even away from my kind of um teaching perspective is uh is the money perspective you know because a lot of companies never mind universities have abandoned their offices entirely and have moved to online um online communication with with the company so um you know the accountants are kind of rubbing their hands and seeing ways to to save money which is good in some ways and not so good in other ways um but i think i think the hybrid approach will probably be the the new norm you know so i mean most of the stuff that i do is back in classrooms but there certainly will be a continuation i think of um online lectures more than say practicals um so you know online classes have their advantage as well obviously you know like you're saying, like the panopto stuff, you know, we can record things and it, and it's really quite useful for people to to be able to watch stuff back again. But obviously, the downside to that is that people end up just getting lazy and not turning up for class. So you kind of lose that immediate um, ability to ask questions and and get your problem solved. You know, it's one thing watching recordings, but if you're not actually been there and 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 uh, you know manage to sort out any problems that you may have, you're still going to feel a bit left behind. Um, so, you know, there's no no great difference between that and watching a YouTube video ultimately, um, unless you actually show up to, to class and, and, you know, see what the problems are and get them sorted out at the end. So it can make people a bit lazier um, in that respect if you just end up watching videos. But, um, well, we'll see what happens, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm still kind of pretty much in the dark as well. That's that's kind of how I see things going. I think there'll be more people back in classrooms. There should be more um, FaceTime one-to-ones with folk, but there will still certainly be um, a good amount of online stuff. And I guess it also depends on the, the subject matter as well. So um, technical stuff, you know, things where people tend to have more problems and specific software that's needed will will probably continue to to be taught in classrooms whereas maybe things where you don't need access to specific software will more you know be sort of moved online i don't know or, or remain online yeah any, any thoughts yourselves what do you what do you think is going to happen i think uh I, we spoke about this obviously i didn't send you this like but last week's episode is up and stuff like that and me and uh cal and one of the boys were talking about it and we were talking about you know how like good it is and how nice it is to be back um it's just yeah. it's so much more interactive and from a like a student perspective not being able to put a face to like a name or this person that you've seen in the chat on the side and then now we've got that where we can put that you know face well, to that name yeah, yeah i mean i mean not forget forget even the staff point of view i mean just the whole one of the good things about being at uni certainly in my younger days was you know being able to get together with other folk and just you know having a having a laugh and having a good time and you know when you the whole social thing you know you can as well as getting on with folk and just having a laugh and stuff you can talk about what you're doing and you can share ideas and you know a lot of the things that you learn you can learn from from your mates which you wouldn't necessarily get from a lecturer 
you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and what, what people are working on and the ideas that they've discovered and that whole thing is kind of missing at the moment. Um, so that, that you know, that's a big thing and I think that needs to, to return again. I mean, I think, uh, Campbell, you, what, you, you started GU year two as well when I, when I joined. I started, uh, year three, I started, so I was in college for two years before, but we had the same issues, like, because we were barely on the in college and that we couldn't speak to each other we couldn't share ideas we couldn't you know just motivate motivate each other so a lot of it lost like just it was absolutely draining you know the whole experience a pandemic during a college course trying to find out what you want to do for the future it was not a good time for a lot of us for sure i think i only found out you were the other student from glasgow like last week as well so that just shows you you know yeah, speaking like, person I know I've, I've rarely spoke to anyone on in the in university. I've just really been going to my class and then back back on a train down to Glasgow. Yeah, but yeah, no. like it's like the pra- practical sessions. It's we don't really interact in the practical sessions with each other, so or we yeah. can't really. Yeah, but, but it's, it's, I still think it's much better than you know being on an online call, definitely. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, on that point, it's nice to, to be back and actually doing stuff in, in the uni. So hopefully that continues going down that route and we can, we can keep it that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. But so. yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all the questions that we have. Uh, I really appreciate your time. I understand Not it's all. pretty hectic right appreciate now. It. So um, yeah. yep. thank you so much. See everyone in next week's episode. <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Cheers.